Blog Talk Radio. another edition of Fighting Words on the Fighting Words News Network. Fighting Words is brought to you each and every night of the week. And grateful appreciation to the men of the United States Armed Forces, men and women of police and fire services, and the doctors and nurses and first responders on the COVID side, 
And, of course, there's wonderful people that keep the the shelf stocked uh, during the pandemics. Uh, Tonight, uh, we have uh, a a nice show lined up. Uh, We're just waiting for two more uh, uh, boxing historians to come on. and uh, but we'll, we're going to get right into uh, the MMA portion of our show. Um, I want to welcome Tony and Bob. Uh, hope you guys are uh, doing well. Let me put your mic on. Um, Tony, how's it going? Doing well. Glad to be here. Good. So, Tony, last week Arthur Bedevich, uh took uh, Mr. Callum Smith. To the center of the ring, they they fought out like dogs until he cut him above the eye, and they had to stop the fight to get a technical out of it. What, what's your thought? He's uh, the beer being think got the cut or the uh, the Callum get the cut? No, Callum Callum Smith got it. Yeah, that that was, yeah. I would have predicted that when I actually missed the fight, but uh, yeah, that's definitely Beater Beef is probably one of the toughest guys in boxing, so I wouldn't have expected anything, but. Damage. I guess that's the best word, damage. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Bob, you got a big one tonight uh, with uh, Anniker versus uh, Johnny Walker. Oh, there, there's a lot of stuff going on tonight. Um, no, Johnny Walker, He they got signed for – so tonight – is headline Sean Strickland versus right. uh, Drew Plessis. And uh, that'll be mm-hmm. a good fight. I'm not going to pay money to see Sean Strickland fight, though. I hope Duplessis takes him over. Raquel Pennington's going against Myra Bueno Silva for the co-main event. Uh, my best is for Raquel. Uh, co-main event versus Mike Mallett. Um, I'm hoping for Neil. Um, Chris Curtis versus Marky Andre Barretta. I'm hoping for Chris Curtis. So it's a pretty stacked card tonight. I'm watching the early prelims and the prelims. We just had a, uh, a great bloody fight with Jasmine. Uh, Jessica Drossis just bloodied up her uh, her opponent, but I don't have her name right off the top of my head. So, um, but yeah, big night for the UFC uh, with this. But they're, they're, we're prepping for, you know, you brought up um, – Miller, uh, he just fought last weekend on the mm-hmm. Johnny Walker card. With uh, so Jim Miller uh, took the submission victory over Gabriel uh, Benavides. So Jim Miller is going to get a slot at UFC 300. UFC 300 is, is in the books. It's going to be a a packed show. A lot of stuff happening for uh, UFC right now, prepping for UFC 300. But congratulations mm-hmm. to Jim Miller getting ready for that. Um, and so he'll – not much of a time off for Jim, but – and as old as he is, I'm just – you know me, I'm always go voting for the old guy. He's, he's proven himself as a as a veteran. He'll get his slot in the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Miller's going to fight uh, Paul uh, Feldham, is it? Is that how they say his name? Uh, in 300. Uh, oh, Jim Miller? Yeah. F-E-L-D-A-A. Um, yes, hold on real quick. I had that pulled up. <clears throat> oh, my God. I'm brain farting on that one. But, yeah, I, I believe you're right. 
as soon as I find him. Yeah, so he gets his wish. Uh, so at, at uh, UFC 300, um, Dana White promised one of the most stacked cards. And uh, let's see, Jim Miller is going against. And looks like you're right. Okay, good stuff. Jim Miller's going yeah. against Bobby Green. Yeah, this uh, this this 300 is really going to be a uh, a stacked house from everything I see. I mean, every time I look around, some another big name wants to get on there. It looks like, it's almost like a two day uh, uh, card they're going to have to put on. They have so many people. Uh, well, and and the thing is, I'm getting excited for it too. They got a BMF, uh, you know, bad motherfucker title going for Gagey versus right. Holloway. That's going to be epic. Um, and, and but the thing is, I mean, with with that many people going towards that many training camps, somebody's going to get hurt, so that schedule may change a little bit. So we, we don't, you know, don't get your panties in a bunch if, if if some of those fighters end up dropping up, dropping out, and, and getting yeah. replaced. Yeah, that was going to be my next uh, question to you about Justin uh, Gagey versus uh, Max Holloway. Uh, and, and oh, what do you say you think? Omg. Yeah, for a, for a BMF title, that those are two great fellas for that BMF title. Max Holloway's got his. I mean, he's going to be locked down in in the UFC Hall of Fame. Max Holloway's been along for a long time, and he's phenomenal. Um, so you know, going for the BMF because these guys these guys aren't well. I don't want to take it away from Gagey, but Holloway's probably not going to get a chance at the title again. So a BMF title mm-hmm. is fantastic for, for Holloway. But, again, you know me. I'm always mm-hmm. voting for Gagey. I like his style. He goes out there and just brawls, um, and, and he's got amazing conditioning. So, But then that, that describes Max Holloway as well. So that will be, I mean, just that fight alone, like, Again, I'm not going to buy in tonight because I don't give two shits about Strickland. Um, but I like two presses. But I'll probably get in the UFC 300 fight or, or schedule that to go somewhere to watch that. That, that That's going to be a great lineup. Okay. Hey, uh, Tony, what do you, you think of uh, uh, Icy Cruz calling out uh, Ryan Garcia? What's your thoughts on that one? I absolutely love it. I love Isaac Cruz. I want to see him fight more big people, bigger people. He's, uh, in my opinion, I think he beat Tank the night he fought Tank. I want to see that one more than I want to see anything. But Ryan Garcia, I think that would be a good pre-fight before he takes on Tank if that happens. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't. How about uh... I don't expect uh, I don't expect Garcia to make it through it either. I I think Isaac's gonna. Knock him out. Oh, good. Uh, I have to with this talk to uh, uh, Z when he gets on because uh, you know he's a Ryan Ryan Garcia guy. Um, well, let me ask you about the Virgil Ortiz. Um, he looks like he's uh, in top shape, and he's up to uh, fighting uh, Frederick uh, Dawson uh, coming up in the next couple of weeks. What's your thoughts? I don't think uh, Ortiz is going to lose anytime soon, especially Dawson. But uh, he, I, he, you're right; he definitely he looks great. I think he's going to mm-hmm. uh, excel here for a little while before he starts his decline. Okay, Bob, can can uh, I want to go back over to Dustin Poirier? Um, 
can he can he really uh, he talks about a lot of things uh, and it seems like he is he just backing away from from major fights at this point. Yeah, I'm not sure what's up with him. I mean, like he he's a phenomenal athlete, and he, you know he he's coming off that loss of the B, the last BMF to Gagey. Um, you know they, they they've talked about matching him up with Conor McGregor again if that could happen at UFC 300 if Conor McGregor's coming back. You know, Cormier uh, is a phenomenal athlete, but you know, at anybody at the top of that list. They're they're looking for maximum pay with the least amount of beating, and right, right. now he's got a tough division with a lot of beating involved. So um, he's probably his management himself is probably being really selective on what fights he picks. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. Uh, Tony, uh, there's also a a law a, a strong, very strong uh, push for uh, Bergeroski to uh, take on uh, Terrence Crawford once Crawford gets that eye taken care of. If that were to happen, what's your thoughts? I'm not a huge Terrence Crawford fan at all. I've really never been. Um, I was a big Errol Spence fan, and obviously those two fought Errol Spence lost. Mm-hmm. But I have to give Terrence Crawford credit because the last two fights I've seen him in, he's just dominated. Uh, he's the champion. And Virgil Ortiz is a great fighter, but I don't think he'll beat Crawford. Mm-hmm. I think Crawford's at the top of the game right now. He's probably going to stay there for a little while and I didn't expect it with Spence. Uh, that mm-hmm. kind of hurt me a little bit there. But uh, uh, he's, the, he's the man. He went out, he proved it. He's got the title. And I don't think anybody's going to throw him off his throne anytime soon. Okay. Well, what about uh, we got uh, Jaime Mangoya going against uh, Ryder tonight? Uh, what, what's your thoughts on that one? Well, like I was saying, I think a couple of weeks ago, Munguia is like the knuckle dragger in boxing. He just, it's just, he's boring to watch. Uh, at one time when he first came in to boxing, I was like, this guy's going to absolutely destroy everybody. And uh, he, I mean, with the size and everything, he could if he was just, uh, I don't know what he would have to do to improve himself at this point, but he, he had the, uh, the option and the ability to at that time. Since then, Obviously, he's gotten labeled the knuckle dragger. Um, John Ryder can be very, very dangerous. I truly think if John Ryder can get in on that size of Mundia, that Ryder will will win the fight. Mm -hmm. The the question is, uh, I I guess in everybody's mind, is Jaime is now at 42-0. Can he withstand the next nine people to uh, get ahead of Floyd's 50 and out. Uh, that's the, the way he's winning his fight. Mm-hmm. It's his size. You know, obviously people have a hard time getting in on him. If two knock him out, John Ryder definitely could do that. Um, 
just with with that kind of size of physique and everything, I don't think he's a very good boxer by any means. He just knows how mm-hmm. to push people off and get a couple points and let people not get in because of his size. And I will he get that record? We'll see tonight because I'm I'm hoping Ryder will put him on the the uh, the canvas. Um, but it's going to be hard. But he definitely could do it if Ryder can mm-hmm. get through tonight on it. Yeah, Munguia probably will get up there near Floyd's record, but I think it's a different way of looking at it. Floyd Floyd fought mm-hmm. some pretty tough people. I don't think Munguia has really done the same. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Bob, there seems to be a, a huge question mark over the further furthering the career of uh, Ferguson. After his, uh, can he come back after his last defeat? Tony, for well, okay, Tony, he's got a lot going for him. Tony Ferguson definitely has got his slot in the UFC Hall of Fame. Tony Ferguson is great at announcing. Tony Ferguson knows his stuff. Can he come back from the fight? Um, yeah, he hasn't retired yet, so uh, he he. he He's going to come back. We know that. I mean, he hasn't made that announcement. Dana kind of wants him to retire. Uh, we all know mm-hmm. he's going to get his slot in the UFC Hall of Fame. But, you know, right. most guys like to go out on a win. So does he negotiate a fight against an up-and-comer? Because right now, Tony, without his last win, is kind of becoming a stepping stone. Kind of like, you know, I don't want to say Holloway, like give Tony Ferguson a shot at the BMF or give Tony Ferguson a shot at, you know, something else at a different title. But is he going to climb all the way to the top? I don't know. Um, age is a MF. I mean, I, I came out of retirement at 39, 40, 41. I shouldn't have. It's a younger guy's sport. <laughs> like ego's the killer over men over 40. We've talked about this before. Um, right. I don't know if Tony's got, uh, uh, a career ahead of him, but he might have a fight or two left before he retires. Okay. Well, what about Anaker versus uh, Walker tonight? What's your thought of that? Anaker. Uh, man, t- t- tonight? Yeah. Um, Anaker versus Walker. I didn't know they were fighting. Hold on, let me go to the prelims. Is on the main card? Or are you talking about yeah. last weekend? I thought it was this weekend's uh, main card. When I was pulling it off this morning. No, the, uh, last weekend was Ankalov versus Walker. And, and Ankalov okay. just walked over Johnny Walker. Um, Johnny mm-hmm. Walker, they met before... They met previously, um, and Ankalov uh, threw an illegal knee, and so the ref stopped it prematurely. Johnny Walker, you know, we talked about that last weekend. He, you know, he's a he's a very unorthodox fighter. He's got some wheel kicks, got some really crazy uh, striking. But but Magnev Ankalov is just a phenomenal wrestler, and he went in there, and and he's he's his striking is getting getting better match by match, fight by fight, day by day. Mm-hmm. And he went in there and just uh, knocked him the freak out. Uh, got a nice overhand right, uh, knocked him down into the cage and walked back up with another right, square right in the nose. 
um, and the ref jumped in. So that was a TKO KO performance from uh, Ankle Up, but that was last weekend. So the uh, uh, Tony, let's get back over to your side. Uh, um, Bill Haney uh, shut was shut. That's Carol uh, uh, Haney's brother. Shut down talks with Broner uh, uh, for another fight. He called him the uh, devil's error. Um, just told him to move on. Uh, have you? What, what, what would happen there if, if, uh, if Haney went in with uh, with uh, Adrian Broner? Well, that's, I, I, I'm going to say it honestly. I have said it before. I'm not a Devin Haney fan either, and I was very impressed with his last fight. I think he he just was above and beyond anything I would have imagined. Um, I, so I give him credit for that one for sure. Because I don't think this uh, ride is going to last too long for him. Broner definitely would have the ability, I think, to put him on the mat. And I think it might be a little bit of uh, they're a little bit worried about that. So um, I don't know. I, I it can go either way. I mean, Haiti's great. You know, you got you're going to have to get into him if he can't. If Broner can't get into him to get him. Haney's going to be all over the place. He's going to score the points. He's going to win the fight. Uh, if that were to happen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hey, let me, uh, excuse, me. <coughs> excuse me, Bob. Uh, Bob, there's a, a lot of, all of a sudden, there's a lot of stuff up about John Jones. Um, Dana calls him out as being a bad employee. Um, John, uh, Cormier calls him out. Uh, over uh, uh, something that happened in, in uh, texts that they were both sending to each other. Um, so what's, what's the true story? Is this all a hype or is this, uh, does Jones want to come back to the, to the uh, MMA? To, to, uh, MMA? No, I mean, it's, it's, it's true. So Jones has been around a long time. It's kind of like, I guess we live in the Tyson story, but different. You know what I mean? Jones came right. on. I mean, he was the youngest UFC champion, you know? So, of course, right. he was a cocky little son of a bitch, you know? And, and all of us are. I mean, um, and before I go, well, remind me later. I don't want to get sidetracked. So, uh, <laughs> with my apology. But anyway, so Jones, like, yeah, he said shit back then 10 years ago. We're talking 10 years ago. Uh, 2014, 2010, it's 2024. So he was a young star athlete. Uh, he wanted more money. Uh, the UFC wanted to control how much money they were uh, paying. So the Frenetti's uh, and Dana White were going back with text messages. These text messages came up in a court case. And, yeah, they were, they were uh, inflammatory, I guess, against Jones, call him a punk, call him a kid, calling him a – uh, a sleaze bag, all this stuff, because he was holding out for more money. And, and Jones even came mm-hmm. back later and said, you know, hey, I got a great relationship with the UFC now. This was 10 years ago. I was a punk kid. I wanted all this stuff. They didn't want to play. So, you know, I was going back and forth. Mm-hmm. Um, and so all that stuff kind of came to fruition. But, you know, they've got a good uh, relationship now. So Jones is sitting pretty good. But um, this kind of hit the news. Um, of course, all of us fighters go through our arrogant phase and, and, uh, uh, 
because we want to get paid. I mean, that's the whole point we get into this sport. It's not like we get into this sport. I mean, yeah, we want to be the, the, the top person and, and we want to be the best, but you don't want to be the best and be broke either. Right. Okay. Hey, Tony. Got um, Danny Garcia wants to go in and fight uh, Laura. Is that Ooh. is that imaginable thing? Is that a real thing? Uh, I mean, I know he wants to, but is is it a real possibility that they could end up together? I don't think so. I don't think that one will come to fruition. Um. And I'm not sure he's going to really want that. He's getting older, mm-hmm. and uh, Laura's not necessarily one to mess with. So, yeah, he can wish and, and hope, but I don't see that one. I don't see that coming to fruition at all. Uh huh. Okay. How about uh, um, we got news uh, the other day that they signed a contract, uh, Sergey Kovalov. And uh, Robin Safar. Um, Kovalov has had, yeah, you know, been on and off for the last few years for whatever reason. Um, what do you think of this one? Well, I love Sergey Kovalov, and when him and uh, Triple G back in like 2012 on were just dominating boxing, I just couldn't keep my eyes off the guy watching him. I mean, he was just he's just badass and when he took the uh, the losses from um, Andre Ward um, and then, of course, Canelo, that kind of started bringing him down the ladder a little bit where he's, uh, I think, it affected him mentally in his boxing. I think he realizes now he's uh, probably not going to ever climb to the top again, get whatever money he could get, move on. This fight mm-hmm. with this guy, I, to me, I call that just another one he could win. I think he'll he'll beat I think he'll beat him, but it's more of like a tune-up thing for something else that maybe he's trying to to get ready for. Maybe mm-hmm. he's trying to make mm-hmm. that comeback, but I just don't know if he's gonna. Let's put it this way: he doesn't want to go too far back up the ladder because there's too many people up there right now that could take him out, and he doesn't need to go out that way. Okay. Yeah, you know, Bob. There, there's a a long line of people that really started MMA to, to get on their way. One of them was uh, Yoel Romero. Romero. Um, what do you see in his future? Anything? Uh, well, I didn't look up Yoel. Now, Yoel has been around almost as long, well, not as long as I have, but, um, and he came in. Yoel is a freaking specimen. That guy is just so built. And he did really good. He, uh, in the UFC and stuff, and I think he went over to another division. So as far as him doing good, um, I, I, I've talked to a couple people. I mean, BKC is kind of the retirement program for all of us old UFC guys that got cigar tissue. So that might be where he wants to head. Okay. And I also want to take this this, this point, you know, as far as role, um, I recently – did an interview for uh, another podcast, Locked Out Podcast, and I got so tied up at the end. Uh, I was dropping our podcast, um, Fighting Words Podcast, and how we've got amazing boxing uh, legends that come on here and talk about boxing, but I got so tied up in in uh, 
telling people how I, I couldn't, I don't even know how to get on a podcast, that it sounded very <laughs> arrogant and ignorant. So uh, I apologize to all of our fans if when that drops, if anybody hears that, uh, that I love doing uh, our show. And uh, uh, I'm thankful for that uh, opportunity every week. But, um, yeah, so I, I'm not sure. I haven't heard it yet, but I, I just kept telling the story, like, I don't even know how to get on a podcast and this and that. And I, didn't, <laughs> I didn't mention Z or Ty or you or, you know, all – you know, all the amazing no talent that we have on our show. So I apologize for that. I don't think anybody's got the balls to make fun of you, buddy. Yeah, that's for sure. I don't. <laughs> you do whatever you I'm have to do. I'm certainly not going to. <laughs> no, they just, got me tied up. they just kept asking stories about all my old fights and stuff like that. And I was just, I wanted to, I mean, I had it in my notes to drop our podcast and get us a plug. And then when we got to it, it was towards the end, and I was already, you know, storming around the room the way I do, acting with my hands and this and that, you know. So. Yeah. Yeah, for those who, uh, those of you listening and may not have seen it, uh, the Baltimore Ravens won uh, 34-10 over the uh, uh, Houston Texas Texans uh, in a uh, really hard-fought battle. And, both teams should be, be uh, congratulated uh, for being out there at uh, probably maybe 10 or 12 degree weather and uh, and playing football. But, uh, so we just want to pass that along. Um, well, everyone everyone knows how I feel about ball sports, but man, I give it up to the uh, expansion teams. Like again, we're old enough to remember there's only so many teams. Like a lot of these kids don't realize that. So when the Ravens, uh, the Texans, and all these other guys came out. Like, dude, th- those were some of the most epic teams because those guys were all like the B-rated guys that weren't already playing the NFL. So, I mean, if, like all the old video games, like you play those uh, those certain teams, those guys were amazing. So hats yep. off to the expansion teams, even though I'm not a ball sport guy. Yeah, that's okay. It's, uh, this year's been uh... – some of the games have been been extremely good to watch. Some of them have been when uh, were just you know why did I spend this much time? Uh, I think that if the one tonight, uh, Green Bay versus 49ers, is going to be a uh, a clash of the titans. And definitely tomorrow, um, my wife's big one is uh, the uh, uh, Buffalo Bill. I guess who they have? Who are they playing? The Chiefs, yeah. Uh, we have a granddaughter-in-law that's good, that's uh, is a huge uh, Buffalo fan. So her uh, grandmother uh, here is uh, definitely going to be on her side. And after that, it's going to be the uh, Bucks uh, playing the Lions, which will uh, we have to uh, we have to divide the house down because Bobby and his friends. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, Trevor and his friends uh, are definitely Lions fans, and of course uh, Brady and his fans uh, are Bucks fans. So uh, it should be a very interesting day tomorrow. Uh, anybody has any band aids or uh, uh, anything they want to send over here? Just let me know, and uh, we'll probably use them. But, uh, Disconnect the phone line uh, so you don't get any domestic violence calls by the sheriff's office. 
going to hear that 22F. Hey. I'm, I'm out of the house. Exactly. <laughs> I, I want to throw it out there, that Tony. Can you can you bake me up a whole warehouse full of crow pie, just shit pie to eat? Because the fact that that Frank that Frank just t- spoke out loud and Sharon could hear us in the background. I I gotta apologize to the matriarch. The fact that you could hear us this whole time, I had no idea. I am so sorry for my mouth. I I, I am eating slow. Right now, I feel so bad that you've been listening to me for the last so many years. <laughs> Love and respect. She, she guys. She's got something <laughs> special for you in store, bud. That's right. Tony, I have a very special section for you tonight. There's a transgender Uh-oh. boxer, Christy oh. Martin, and she's, uh, she's screaming that she can't uh, – Get any good fights now? Oh. You uh, oh. having oh. having uh, said certain things about a certain boxer from Orlando. I knew this was exactly we had to put it in your category. Oh my God! I'm definitely going to get an ass open on this one. Well, let, let me let me kind of redirect that for a second here. Have you ever heard of what they call the furries? Oh. <laughs> do, do you know what the furries? I think Bob knows, but and, and it's something that's rather new. But I just learned people, about this recently. That's why I'm dying laughing. I had no it's idea. True. It's true. <laughs> it is true. In fact, there's a local high school, and let me explain the furry thing. We've got all of our little transgenders, and I'm not making fun of anybody. So if you're transgender out there, you know that's your choice. God bless you. But there's if you if you associate yourself as a furry, especially if you're in school, then these schools that are making these transgender bathrooms and so forth for people like mm-hmm. uh, Oscar De La Hoya, but, um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I think you slipped that in there. He's going to whoop my ass because we don't live very far apart. So, um, sorry about that. Oscar. <laughs> But these furries are, uh, if they go to the school and say, Principal, Principal Oscar, uh, I need, I'm a furry, I need a bathroom set up for me. They put kitty litter in the bathroom for these kids to go in there and take a shit and a piss and to justify that they're furries. Okay. I want that. I'm just shocked by that. I'm shocked. So I'm not going to. I want that option. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully they change I, that I litter box. Take, yeah, I want I want to take a shit in a litter box. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> now, see, if I did that anywhere else, I'd get locked up and go to jail. That's but, right. No, you know, I want if they get it. I want it. Yeah. You, you do it at the high school. Anything... And... I'm sorry. Go ahead, but... Yeah, I'm I would sorry. Say you do it at the high school, and you 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 know it's okay. We'll we'll stop yeah. there. And to answer your question about the transgender, I don't agree with that at all. I don't think that's it, there's no place for that. It's I think Bob, I believe, is maybe the one that said it last week. Uh, a male should fight a male that was born that way. A female should fight a female. It's not really fair the other way. Right. No, I'll, I'll leave it. it that. That's the next Jake Paul fight. Yeah. Oh, 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 oh. oh, 
Jake Paul. Yeah. Yeah, he'll be fighting a yeah. furry if they could dump in the corner. It was a kitty litter. They're both not really boxers, so let's just put them together and just watch this shit show. I would love to yep. see it, but you know what the outcome of that one's going to be because they probably discussed it beforehand. Hey, uh, Bob, I haven't seen anything up on the on the wires lately about uh, Francis Nagano. Has he got anything ready? Do you know? No, I, I don't know. Uh, am I on mute? Okay, so no, I'm good. Uh, the, so I, I don't know. Last I heard, he was uh, matches with another boxer and stuff. Um, so I, I great again. I'm all behind Francis Nagano. I'm getting paid, getting some of that boxer money, but I don't know where he's gone with that yet. Okay, yeah, I want to chime in on that one too. That he he really impressed me the night he fought Tyson Fury, and I think every one of us that saw that fight mm-hmm. that saw him knock Tyson down hard. I mean that Nagano guy. I didn't know much about him. Obviously, I don't stay up with MMA that much. But he just – I hope he stays in boxing because he's a badass. And I really want to see him fight Tyson Fury for the second time because I truly think he won the first fight. Mm-hmm. Well, like yeah. I've said long, a lot of times, you know, us MMA guys, we can't outbox a boxer. But there's some of us that got really good hands. Like, I, I would have no problem transitioning. I'm pretty good with my head movement, my hands for a heavyweight. I got no problem with that. I would fight Jake Paul today. Watching this, like, I, I'm not going to tune in for Sean Strickland with his bullshit orthodox shit. I would fight him tomorrow. Of course, I outweigh him by 60 pounds. But um, the mm-hmm. thing is, like, but most for the most part, Boxing is pugilism. It's a, it's an art, and there's some of us that that got some really good hands, but we have so many other avenues to win, and that that's the thing. I mean, you, you know, you can't if you get a boxer on the ground. Like I have the worst takedown defense of anybody on the planet. Like I'm good on the ground, and I love standing up. So. If you can get me to the ground, great. But you're going to take me to the ground. You're going to be on top. I, you know, I, I just didn't have that aspect of my fight game. So most boxers are bad on their back. So if a boxer can learn a little bit of self-defense on the back, how to pull a guard or a butterfly guard and do a couple sweeps, man, there's a lot to be said with the power of a boxer mm-hmm. on the ground and on their feet. And Nagano really stepped up to the plate and showed his skills. Uh, he was he was unbelievable. Right? So I, I want to see him stay where he's at for at least a little longer and try to get some really good fights because um, that guy that guy could definitely take a title. Mm-hmm. Uh, going back to boxing, uh, Tony, uh, Jason Mannheim, uh, Malone, uh, took Saul uh, Sanchez to – the school uh, Thursday night. Uh, what was, do you know anything about the, those two? I don't really keep up with those too much. I know a little bit about Sanchez. He's supposedly an up-and-coming boxer, so um, I'm kind of unsure why he would have lost that one. That, that sounded more like a tune-up fight, to be honest with you. But no, I don't really. Help, I don't really keep up with those two. Okay. How about a shout-out um, to the Yamanaka uh, uh, brother and sister, the first uh, world champion right. uh, Japanese sister and brother world champs in boxing. You know, that's pretty legit. A, it's a whole family. 
They're not transgender, yeah. are they? No. <laughs> but I think Bob's got some kind of a, uh, some kind of a, uh, what's the name, a uh, camera looking over my shoulder because that's the very next thing I was going to talk about. <laughs> well, you sent me your list, doggy, so I got you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but that's just it. I mean, that's pretty cool. Like, I was pretty stoked. What You know, we did it differently. Like, I fought in the UFC, and my wife was a UFC doc. So until um, Ronda Rousey and Travis Brown did it, being married, we, were, me and my wife were the first couple to actually be in the UFC ring um, uh, before they did. And then they were the first two fighters to be in the ring. So the fact that a brother and a sister, the fact that that lineage goes on, and the, and the Japanese lineage is one, uh, I don't know what you say, uh, I just respect the culture so much. I mean, they're coming from the Samurais, and, you know, I had some other fighters, you know, Bambi and other people in our ring. The, the Japanese culture is something I, I, I highly respect in the fact that the fighting spirit and the fact that a brother and sister got in there and they're both world champions. Uh, I, I don't follow boxing that much, but, man, my hat's off and, and much respect. Mm-hmm. Hey, uh, another question I had for you, Bob, was on the – Alex Pereira um, doesn't seem to be moving much right now, but he he was one of the cornerstones of of uh, starting MMA. Um, can can you fill us in on that one? I think didn't Pierre or Pereira just go through something with his ex or something like that? Just broke up with his ex. I can't remember if that's him or not. Mm-hmm. But he no, he made no. the news because he wanted to be. Transparent with break. He broke up with his ex because uh, she was already married or something like that. But Pierre's, you know, oh, great. he's changed weight styles. He's beat Izzy. He he's he's gone up uh, up a weight class. He's champion right now. Um, yeah, I can't really follow where he, he's kind of all over the place right now. Hmm. Good. How about? Uh, um, do you see anything uh, other than that? <laughs> or, you say uh, again? Sorry. Yeah, I was asking, uh, do you see anything coming up for Daniel Cormier? No, Cormier, is, he's got his little spot. I mean, Cormier's got his spot in the in UFC Hall of Fame. He was a two-time world champion. He's doing his commentary and stuff like that. He's got his podcast. Uh, Cormier is pretty much retired. I mean, I'll tell you, like, from all of us fighters' standpoint, once you make it to a certain level, you want out. It, this is the poor man's sport. This is a way for us to make a shot at it, to go out with all of our – I was talking about that on the, the Lights Out podcast. You don't get into fighting because you're a, a rich, happy kid. You You, you get into fighting because – you know, your parents are broke and you're kind of emotionally scarred and, you know, you've been put down a lot in your life and, you know, it gives you an opportunity to to, to vent that aggression and, and go somewhere with it. So, mm-hmm. you know, with the, the exception of like, you know, I hear BJ Penn comes from money, but most MMA guys don't get into this stuff. I, I'm not sure. I can't speak for, but I didn't get into getting punched in the face because I was successful, you know, or I had a good life. And so it was an opportunity for me to grow and focus that stuff and, and travel. And, and, I, and I, I'm blessed 
for having that opportunity because that pretty much kept me out of prison, you know? Mm-hmm. Sure. Well, that's, that's, that's a damn good reason to, to get into it. So what about uh, yeah. um, Max Holloway just uh, had a wonderful time uh, uh, on with Arnold, uh, Arnold Allen. Uh, now, does that, does that keep either one of them out of 297? No, Max Holloway already got uh, lined up for the BMF against Justin Gagey. So he's, he's going on to bigger and better things. And he, he may or may yeah. not uh, announce his retirement on a win or a loss after that. Uh-huh. How about uh, Allen? I don't follow Allen or- as much. Um, but, uh, yeah, so kind of the same thing. All of us that are getting older and anybody in the fight game over 30, um, the 40s hurt. <laughs> they just hurt. It's all I can, how I can encapsulate the 40s. But, um, so they're all trying to get their way out. And Max Holloway's got a good thing in announcing. And uh, as far as Allen, I don't know, he'll look for his thing. Um, but he's getting up there, too. Mm-hmm. Okay. Hey, uh, Tony, we got uh, uh, Terrence Crawford versus Tim Zhu uh, and the undisputed 154 uh, show. Excuse me, uh, if that were to, were to be tomorrow, uh, I know you probably be a Crawford guy, but uh, what, what do you think of the, the, uh, the matchup? Well, I, I I mean Crawford guy. I'm not a Crawford guy in the sense of that. You know, one of my favorite guys by any means. I just yeah, I give him respect because he's a champ and he's proved it. But with that setup, if that was tomorrow, I'd still lean in Terrence Crawford's quarter. I think uh, at this moment he's not going to get beat. I don't think there's too many people that even really have a chance right now. So mm-hmm. yeah, I'd be leaning to Crawford. Okay. There's a uh, there's a couple girl boxers that we just uh, um, really uh, go at it pretty hard. Natasha uh, Jonas uh, she beat uh, Michaela Meyer uh, in a ten round split decision. But boy, did she bully her up! Uh, I don't know if you follow either one of those. Huh? No, I try not to. But yeah, oh, that way. You don't follow a female, you don't, you don't have a chance to get arrested, so you don't meet new people. You know? Well, you just read that, Marco. You've got something <laughs> over my shoulder right now, too. So. <laughs> uh, so, guys, it's, uh, we're up against the uh, our, our time limit here. Um, I'm sorry that – oh, I, I do know that uh, uh, Z and Ty are working on a, a, a film project. So that what that's what took them uh, away. I just got a, a text from them. But they, they will be back next week. Um, let me just make sure I got everything here. Um, Tony, uh, Bob, did we talk about uh, uh, Ian Geary? No, we didn't bring up Ian what, Geary. No, what's I didn't have anything on him, so I apologize for that. Okay. How about uh, Arnold? Uh, uh, Berea and the rumors reverse him. I'm uh, sorry, uh, Alex Berea. Yeah, Alex Berea. Yeah, we, we already talked about that. So like, we're shooting up 
Let's just pump up UFC 300 coming up. Uh, Zhang Wili versus Yan uh, Zion. Uh, again, Chinese names. I, I apologize for butchering them. That's going to be amazing. Uh, the bad BMF title, the bad motherfucker title, Justin Gagey versus Max Holloway. We got Charles Oliveira going our man just uh, That's going to be an amazing technical fight. And I know if Caden was on right now, he'd be blowing that fight up. Um, talking yeah. about all the details and, and the amazing stuff of, of Oliveira versus our man. Uh, another fight, Armand Sterling versus uh, Calvin Qatar. That's going to be a phenomenal fight. UFC 300 is just going to be packed. That's going to be the, mm-hmm. the fight that brings everyone back to watching the, 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 the UFCs. Um, Jerry Prozak, up-and-comer. Alexander Rakic, again, that's going to be a phenomenal fight. Cody Garbrandt versus Jefferson Figueroa. Uh, two ultimate legends going at it. And then Jim Miller versus Bobby Green. Bo Nickel versus Cody Brundage. This fight is so stacked. Coming up, uh, when is it? Let me skip ahead. Sorry. My computer. And that will be April 13th. So we've got a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff happening between now and then. But April 13th, I can't, I can't get away. We'll just keep talking about that every week as it boils. Mm-hmm. Good. The uh, um, there was something else I wanted to ask you. Uh, I'm going through the whole list. I guess that's about it. Well, guys, I want to thank you again for uh, being so well prepared and, and uh, ready to go. I uh, hope everybody uh, and their family feel uh, healthy. Uh, Tony, I know you were down. Are you, you, you doing okay now? Yeah, I still got the the cough that's going around, but I'm much better than I was. Thank you. Good, good. All right, Bob. I'm glad that uh, your wife's back uh, on stateside and, and uh, having a good, you know, having a good time and planning that uh, family vacation. And I uh, hope you guys all have a great time on that one. But uh, please give her. Five months out, we're going to fly out of Tampa. I'm going to see if I can't figure out a way to come see you guys. Our before Good. we leave, but uh, that'll be yeah, great. Just, just fire yeah. yeah, I'll come up to Tampa if I have to. No problem. But uh, and again, thank you for her service. In case anybody doesn't know that uh, Bob's wife is a, a medical officer with the Marines, uh, currently stationed in uh, uh, San Diego, California, um, and we appreciate everything uh, she's done, especially this uh, last six months. Uh, she's had some really tough uh, road to help, but uh, all right. Uh, and Tony will lead us out. Yes, I will. Uh, thanks to Bob's wife for her service. That's awesome. My son was a Marine as well, so simplify. Simplify. Uh, let me shout out. Let me go ahead and shout out now while I can to Oscar De La Hoya for taking it for the team because. Uh, yeah, he, he's a good guy. He really is a good guy. I don't want to. It helps. It helps us all. It heals. Yeah, sure. I'm gonna need to be healed too after he beats my ass, but it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. You gotta find you first, though, right? I, it, <laughs> I hope he brings a pink one when he hits me with it. But yeah. um, <laughs> love all the fans. Thank you for listening and putting up with me as well as my colleagues here. 
because we're, we're some one of us is getting in trouble here soon, especially with the furry thing. So, but uh, you guys, yeah, we'll have to get that another time. But love you guys. Thank you for having me on, and uh, looking forward to next week. Okay, Bob. Absolutely great show, uh, Mrs. Z, Ty, and Caden. Uh, thanks, Tony, for being here with me and helping me out. Uh, uh, Frank, for putting this together. All of our fighting words, friends and family, please call in. We love you. Uh, God bless. Keep those eyes up, chins down. Have a great week. If anybody was uh, worrying about Caden, he has the new love of his life. My name is C A S H. That's why he works. Oh, jeez! I knew it. Something. I thought it was just a job. I was okay with just the job. Now no, it's oh my god. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, these programs are brought to you each and every night of the week in grateful appreciation. The men and women of the United States Armed Forces and the men and women of police fire services. When you're out there and see somebody in a uniform, please let them know that you know they're there. Not everybody in uniform is a bad guy. These programs are dedicated to those who lost their lives in the line of duty. Deputy Robert Anthony Carroll, Patrolman Jeffy Colcat, Deputy Patrolman Jeff David Curtis, Patrolman Jeffy Yazowicz, Sergeant Thomas Batinger, Detective Randy Bell, Detective Ricky Childers, San Diego Officer Mike Henler, Sergeant Tom Wilson, Charlotte County Sheriff's Department, Patrolman Charlie Condit, Tarpon Springs Police Department, Deputy Chief Mike Godwin, Philadelphia Fire Department, Lieutenant Joyce Craig Lewis, Philadelphia Fire Department, Sergeant James O'Connor, Philadelphia Police Department. Sergeant Chris, Chris Levake, Hillsborough County Sheriff's Department. Patrolman Anafa Crispin, Lakeland PD. Lieutenant Joe Zerba, Newcastle County Police. Deputy Josh Fire, uh, Nassau County Sheriff's Department. Captain um, Matt Laterno, Philadelphia Fire Department. Captain Chris Leach, Wilmington Fire Department. Lieutenant Ardeth Hope, Wilmington Fire Department. Lieutenant Jerry Ficus, Wilmington Fire Department. Trooper Joe Bullock, Florida Highway Patrol. Trooper Chelsea Richards, Highway, Florida Highway Patrol. Chief Al Hogo, Longwood Creek Police Department. Chief Jimmy Ford, Wilmington Fire Department. Deputy Mike Hardgrove, Pinellas County Sheriff's Department. Deputy Blaine Lane and Deputy uh, Brian Myers, County Sheriff's Department. Sergeant Christopher Fitzgerald, Philadelphia uh, Sheriff's Office and Temple University Police Department. And Sergeant Raul Mendez, Philadelphia Police Department. My brothers and sisters, you may be 10-7 at this point in time. At some time, we'll be 10-10 at the table of the Lord. Until that time, may the roads rise up to meet you. May the winds be always at your back. May the rains fall softly on your fields and the sun shine lightly on your face. Until we meet again, may the good Lord keep you and your families always in the hollow of his hand. Good night. God bless and have a great weekend, everyone. Thank you.
puede. County Dispatch of 1999. County Dispatch of 1999. Harris, County Dispatch to 1999. All units be advised. 1999 is fine to his last emergency. Thank God rest his soul and all souls of the faithful departed. Goodbye, Bob. We love you and we miss you. Instacart shoppers, no groceries. They know that you can't make guacamole with rock-hard avocados. They know how to quickly find those peanut butter pretzels you can never find. And they keep you in the know by giving you updates about your order along the way. Let Instacart shoppers help take shopping off your plate so you can get time and energy back for what really matters. Visit instacart.com or download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. Minimum order $10. Additional terms apply. Instacart. Add life to cart. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere 
and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.